Hello, welcome to Aero Bandwidth, your source for everything you need to know about the technologies, trends, and concepts that are steering our industry today. We hope that you enjoy this episode, and if you do, please subscribe. It is still morning, I think, technically here in Denver, Colorado, at our uh, second annual Aero Technology Summit. I've got Simon Jello with me again from Veritas. This morning we had our main stage editorial session, which I caveated with, you know, security is about being right. Right. You know, and we talked about data integrity, data security, um, and got good feedback so far. So it should be on the website. So if you didn't get up at eight o'clock with us, like somebody should have, David Fern, um, <laughs> it is available online. So you can take a look at that. But as we were just talking before we started this podcast, you know, he said, oh, I kicked myself. I should have asked a couple of other things. So I'll give you the venue. It's, you know, what were some follow-ups or if you, you know, if you had a little more time on the stage with me, what did you forget to tell partners or, or you know, what, what other takeaways would we have? Yeah, so I think, you know, one, one of the things you asked at the end, like, we, we played on the riff of Simon Says, right. right? So I think one of the things you said at the end is what are, what are the top three things that Simon Says? Right. Uh, and number one of those was, again, you can't control what you can't see. So helping... Uh, get the customers around what data they have and gain visibility to that. So you can then think better about migration, data security, although I think that's the key first step. Yep. So I think the one thing I, I wanted to make sure was clear for the partners is to me, that is the partner opportunity, right? If you yep. think about, um, yes, vendors like Veritas, we have great tools in our information studio technology that we did some demos on stage with today to help use the backup technology, they, the data they have in secondary storage to provide yep. an immediate map to the data. Yep. But really it's then what do you do as the next step? How do you use that information into then building a plan for migration, better yep. security. So I think there's a big opportunity for partners around the whole data assessment services gotcha. and, and, and providing that intelligence around what's the compliance risk here, right? How does that apply to GDPR or yep. the new California privacy yeah. laws or those kind of things? Which, right? Yeah, the same. Yeah. So I, think, GDPR I, think, light. I think we missed just talking about that. Look, I think the, the evolving landscape People need the expertise, yeah. right? Particularly, yeah. again, we were talking a lot about the small businesses and medium businesses. They don't right. have those on the bench exactly. to pull from. So that's the big partner opportunity. The other thing I'd last say is we talked about the, the transformation, the movement of data. Um, you know, with Backup Exec, we've got 100 exabytes of data that we protect today. Mm -hmm. If you're helping as a partner move customers to the cloud, there's no better way than to hit all your Azure targets or AWS targets than moving backup. So a great place sure. to start in terms of building sure. your business around that transition to the cloud. Gotcha. So something I want to follow up on as well as we were you know, on stage thinking about things and as my caffeine has finally percolated fully through my system is around visibility, right? And so mm -hmm. from my background being in network security, perimeter security, more the you know traditional security as yep. it were, visibility, comes along with a lot of today, we're seeing a lot more SSL encryption, right? We're seeing a lot more encrypted data. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing around at Veritas? I mean, are you recommending decryption at the network level before it's backed up? Or how are you guys dealing with encrypted data? Because for me, that's a, we see it as a giant threat vector, right? I mean, yeah. the bad guys have figured out how to use SSL. And so, you know, it's inside the network, gets unwrapped and surprise, happy birthday, you're owned, right? right. So you know, around encrypted data, decrypted data, you know, are there best practices that you recommend or how are you at Veritas dealing with it or what's your thoughts on it from a personal level? Yeah, so, so a couple of things to that. One, one look, clearly there has to be a, uh, a room for encryption in terms of how we protect the data. Right. Um, so we work both offering customers inbuilt encryption and how we store data as well as the all the standard protocols out there in terms of integrating with. So that's that's a key in terms of how we think about how we store the data and protect the data. And you know, a key thing we talked about this morning was 
I think one of the things we're forgetting in the whole data security landscape is it's not just protecting the primary, but also protecting the data. And right. that's something that we built into uh, our backup exec product, for example, to provide more security, greater encryption in how we store the data, because it is your ultimate recovery point. To your point around more the, the incoming, you know, how do we take that data and make it visible? Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely, it's something that what we're traditionally doing in terms of our integration is doing encryption on the way into our store. Right. right? And so we, we, we're working with whoever holds the key, as it were, yep. to be able to get visibility into the data, but then still ultimately storing it from an encrypted gotcha. perspective. Okay. Yeah. So we want to make sure that security layer in, stays intact, but provide that visibility itself. So interesting thing you mentioned, I couldn't agree more. So we're in violent agreement, as, as my friend Adam would say. It's around assessments and discovery. Yeah. I, I think that in general, that as an industry, we do a pretty poor job of that. Yeah. I think we go into it an opportunity with, oh, this is an opportunity for backup exec. Oh, this is a firewall opportunity. Oh, this is a, right. an encryption opportunity. Versus taking the time to do a deeper services engagement to discover what are your compliance requirements? What is your strategy? Right. Right. Where does that data live? Because yeah. I get it, if ransomware is going on, you got machines that are blowing up all over the universe, put out your fire, I get that issue. But then I think people should take a step back and do more of that assessment of, okay, are your endpoints that critical or do I really care? Are you, are you storing anything on them or yeah. can I just nuke them from orbit and, you know, and start over, you know, to paraphrase aliens? I mean, do you see that same thing? Or? Oh yeah, I, I violently agree. I mean, <laughs> I, I think in terms of, and again, I think it, it, that is the opportunity in terms of where the expertise that lives in the partner community can really come and add value. Because again, that bench doesn't exist, particularly again, my space is around the SMB and mid market. There isn't the expert you can pull from. I think the other piece is, the job, what that expertise also provides is a job of bringing the data owners. We talked a lot about, right. you know, they really understand the context with the people that are trying to protect the business from a legal risk perspective. Yep. I'm shocked even in the enterprise how little those people talk, right? And again, these types of assessments, again, not just from a data assessment, but from a business continuity disaster recovery, when did we last our assessment there, right? From a compliance risk, you know, the California privacy laws are now coming in. Right. How are we set up to be able to honor things like the rights if you've forgotten? I, I think they're a forcing function, not just to do stand back and do a better job on the IT side, mm -hmm. but actually go to the business constituents <coughs> who, who use the data, right? It's yep. the, and that, that's the critical thing for me is I think this, this the drive towards more legislation in the whole privacy space and the rise of ransomware as an economy have to drive together the data owners mm -hmm. with ultimately the data users and the true business business protectors of the business overall. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. So something that was interesting was the the discussion around analytics against backups off yeah. against backup data, which analytics is everywhere and off camera right now our host and the guy who's actually videotaping is David Fern is our AI machine learning expert at Arrow. He's going to start twitching because he can't combine, you can't contribute, <laughs> even though I asked him to. So in that assessment of the data owners, last access, things like that, yep. I mean, I think there's a big opportunity there, right? To, oh, because yeah. you could potentially start automating some of those assessments or understanding usage patterns, you know, predictive analytics of, hey, this is bad data, this is good data, no one cares about this data, this is 30 years old. I mean, right. and I think you guys are, are moving into that space Absolutely. a little more, yeah, right? I think, I think the promise of AI and machine learning is massive, as we talked about earlier. I think it presents, it 
potentially has two problems. One is the how do you get started, right? Right. I think what we're trying to take is a simpler approach. Look, do the simple things first, right? What we're seeing is typically 30 to 50% of companies' data that they're sat there on their SANS or file service today is orphaned or not well protected, right? Mm -hmm. They're easy things you can start to use, very basic analytics mm -hmm. to get your hands around. The other beauty of what we're providing is you can do all of this off to the back of the backup copies you already have. Right. You're not having to go. Not beat on primary data. You're not beating on the primary infrastructure. You're not trying to take a copy of the primary elsewhere to do that analytics. It's there for you today. Just run the tooling and, mm -hmm. and get started. So again, I think, and then beyond that, we can think about you know classification, deeper sets of search analytics within that. But I think just the start point for customers is, you know, I, I heard a story from a customer, they did analytics and started to realize, hey, what are all these buildup of movie and image files that we have typically just after the summer holidays? Well, guess what? People are coming back off their holidays, loading right. up their networks with yep. all this stuff, yeah, right? I'm going to watch a movie because I get back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So there's, there's just that visibility customers don't have today. So when you're a lot of the stuff moving to the, the magical mystical cloud, as it were, what, what, you know, regardless of provider, are you taking or is there any thought around taking, you know, some sort of sanitized metadata across that customer set and looking for those patterns of, hey, this type of file is, you know, a yep. good indicator. I mean, indicator compromise, obviously, is you know much more in the traditional security realm, but I think. Yep. If you got that massive data set, it would make a lot of sense to maybe marry it with some of these other threat vector, you know, the threat intelligence feeds, you know, to start seeing some of those things. Yes, Are you guys doing any sort of absolutely. things like that? So if you look at our um, Information Studio product, mm -hmm. it's both an on-prem and cloud. So we worked very you know, much to build data analytics into like NetApp environments and other kind of typical on-prem. Yep. But we've also hooked up with Azure and AWS to be able to pull the analytics on the data that sat within the cloud, as well as the data we're move, helping move to the cloud gotcha. as well. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, I think that goes back to one thing we talked about today was you're always going to have to some degree a fragmented uh, approach, right? I, I yeah. believe multi-cloud is the way forwards, yep. but that common policy commonly applied is really the key. And that's what yep. we're trying to provide is that layer of uniform or uniformity across wherever you want to manage your data moving forwards. Yeah, you know, our job is protect the data no matter where it lives. Right, well, that's awesome. Well, great. It's a good recap on this. Again, thanks for coming to ATS with us. That's been Those great. of you that are here in Denver with me, you know, come stop by the podcast booth. If you're not in Denver, sorry about your luck. It's beautiful here today. So thank you again, Simon, and we'll see you next time. All right. Thank, thank you, you for Thanks Absolutely. so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. To contact us on Twitter, use hashtag AeroBandwidth, and we'll see you next week.